Workshop. Let's do it. Top of the runway workshop. Uh, so yeah, it is Friday morning. Uh, workshop afternoon. ended on. It's <laughs> is it? okay. So Friday afternoon. Uh, the workshop was this week, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Yeah. Yesterday was a cleanup day and shipping things off, flying people home. Um, last night was the first night we got some rest, yeah. <laughs> some sleep. Feel amazing. more than five hours. I fell asleep. I was yeah. We were talking about this earlier. I. Uh, I, I spread, I spread eagle, yeah. you know, and last night, last night I just fell asleep like a mummy and I just woke up like a mummy, just didn't move, it never happens, felt great. Feels so good. Yeah, I woke up at like, uh, I thought it was like 10 a.m., I thought I was like, wow, I, I slept too late, checked my phone, it was like 7.30, I was like, oh, I feel amazing. It was a crazy week. It was, it was. How many times did you cry? <laughs> <laughs> Starting it off. I think. Let's just get into I th- it. I think, uh. They're all good cries. Yeah, they're, they're all always. Good, good, good tears. And I don't remember the last time I have had like a good tear moment, like like an emotional, like this yeah. is this is feeling good. Um, both times, I'd say two times, yeah, okay. both times at the flats. Yeah, the same, yeah. Probably because there was so much buildup to yeah. the flats, we were so stressed about everything, yeah. the variables, and then it just turned out perfect. And it was just like, man, this I couldn't have dreamed this to be better. Yeah, we could talk for an hour about mm-hmm. the cell flats alone. Um, yeah, me too. There were, there were a few, there are a few core memories of this workshop where, um, I want them to be written down. And I think it's so cool that we actually have videos and photos of every single moment yeah. of these core memories. Cause usually in my life, the core memories I do have, I, they, they have to just be memories. I have nothing to remember them with except for like my wedding and, you know, certain big events, but like, but this whole week, every core memory I had, I, we have mm-hmm. video and photo of it. Um, yeah, so uh, today, uh, Nate and I wanted to talk about, just while it's fresh, we didn't even plan on doing this. Um, we know we wanted to start this podcast and be funny and um, banter. and Which it will. Yeah, it will be. It will, some, someday. Um, and, and talk about some hilarious wedding nightmares. Um, but then, uh, I don't know, was it yesterday? We were just like, we had so much bottled up emotion about an overwhelming thoughts about what we just witnessed and what we just pulled off. We wanted to talk about it and just be very transparent with, with our thoughts and feelings. <laughs> We're opening up again. Man, if I start crying on this too, <laughs> it's going to look an ugly cry. <laughs> just a full run, yeah. burgundy, breaking down. Yeah. Well, yeah, and another thing that it, it will be a great podcast and we will have some some friendly banter going on, but yeah. we can't use this LED screen. <laughs> Let's start off with that. <laughs> so, Should we yeah. start with the lows then? Yeah, I guess we're starting with the lows. <laughs> um, first off, everything went pretty much according to plan, mm-hmm. but there were some things that we had go wrong that we couldn't have predicted. Mm-hmm. Number one, if someone would have told me, you need to worry about the LED wall catching on fire, I would have just called you crazy. This thing, is, yeah. this thing is king reliable. Let's, let's talk about it. Let's uh, talk let's, about let's it. Let's cut to our wide here. <laughs> um, so we're at Landon, by the way, studio. 20-foot LED wall right here, which was holding up beautifully on Monday and Tuesday uh, for our presentations. Um, and then on Tuesday night, Nate had a, we had a presentation, and the fateful moment occurred. It was like 11 o'clock at night. We had our presentation written down, and we were converting it to a PowerPoint. 
And I asked Nate when I was designing the PowerPoint, do we want white with black text or black with white text? And Nate said, white with black text. I should have known better. And I agreed. It looked great. Yeah, it did. <laughs> it looked fantastic. So then at the end of our presentation on Tuesday morning, um, it starts smelling melting plastic. We look behind and one of the outlets is melted with goozing plastic, like melting, dripping down off the side. And there was the, a little fire in the outlet. And we text the land. He's like, oh yeah, was it a white screen? We're like, what? Like, the white screen uses Did a lot of energy. <laughs> so it caught on fire and, and there was smoke and uh, yeah. <laughs> the funniest part is it was right, we were, we were ending the Q&A session mm -hmm. and right when we were ending the Q&A session, Callie's catering was pulling up right outside this garage back here and I get a text from Richard Nay and he's like, something's smelling kind of weird. <laughs> and then the next text is like, oh, it could just be like the weird food or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, I hope that's not the so food. Like, okay. <laughs> and then the presentation ends and you're still on stage uh -huh. And um, I'm, I'm down at this desk, and Hannah from Memoir Film, she runs over, and she's like, Nate, and she starts pointing at the outlet. <laughs> and I look over, and it's just a spark electric, electric <laughs> fire. And, um, and you pull it out, and, <laughs> and there's like a flame in the outlet, like a live flame. <laughs> the funniest thing was like, we're both watching The Bear right now. Uh -huh. um, incredible show, by the way, but there's a part in this season where he talks about the stress of the kitchen, mm -hmm. you know, and if a kitchen fire ever happens, he's like, you, oh no, he's telling a story of he caught his old kitchen on fire mm -hmm. and he just stares at it. And there was this moment of, if I just let this burn, all of my anxieties will just go away because the <laughs> kitchen's going to be gone. <laughs> and then, and then him and Marcus talk and they say, and then what? He said, and then, I, and then you put out the fire. Then you put the fire. And I almost had like a moment like that. Like I pull out the plug just let it catch. And then I saw the flame yeah. in the outlet and I just didn't do anything. It was just, there were so many thoughts. I was still thinking about the flats, mm -hmm. you know, and it was on fire and I just leased my worries. And then it wasn't until Hannah was like, it's still on fire. <laughs> this whole place burns to the ground. It'll be over. <laughs> it's all over. Everyone go home. Yeah, that was probably the biggest low, um, Honestly, and, and uh, so here's the crazy part. So it caught on fire on Tuesday. Um, the only reason we have this LED wall, we could have done projectors for presentations, but we had Will Sarmiento, one of our speakers, come specifically for a live editing session on this LED wall. And so Nate and I are busy trying to get this uh, flat, uh, soft flat shoot happening. Um, and Nate had this connection of a guy who knew a guy. And so when we show up the next morning, when you were here at 7 a.m., there's a whole brand new, not a replacement, but a brand new LED wall working just fine sitting here. Working That great. was a miracle. Ground-supported LED yeah. wall. So when the attendees showed up, and the last thing they remember leaving this place is that the wall's on fire. Yeah. <laughs> and they all show up like, how'd you get an LED wall? Just happened. Can't believe that. Yeah. And it happened overnight, too. Yeah. Your sh shoulders touched? No, okay. Is that, is, was it catch? Is, no, we're okay, okay, good. Um, so that was a huge miracle. Um, and everyone just rolled the punches too. And it all worked out super well. Will's presentation was able to go on. Will's presentation was wild. Yeah. No, that was crazy. Absolutely incredible. My jaw just dropped. When he walked through at the end, every sequence, he's like, okay, we're going to take out the music. We're going to take out this. We're just doing ambient effects. And he just walked through every layer. The, the time he ran through it with everything added except for the music I honestly felt like he didn't even need music. No. You could have totally gone without the music. Yeah. 
Music was a slight enhancer. It was perfect. Did not, wasn't needed, yeah. Everyone was just jaws on the floor. Because mm-hmm. Will was the only person, um, we asked uh, Alexander Ma and Emma Kay and even ourselves, like, kind of just give our usual spiel. Yeah. Like, what we feel comfortable talking about, kind of what our brand's all about. Will, we asked to come speak on the condition <laughs> he talked about his editing. We said, we want you here if <laughs> you will expose and pull the curtain back on your process. And he said, done. And he blew it away. Such a natural... Tied it into the Hubble telescope somehow. I don't even know. <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> I was wondering where it was yeah. going. <laughs> like, where, where it's yeah. going. He's such a natural educator, though. Mm-hmm. He just worked the stage. Yeah. Listening to him uh, speak, um, there's a moment there when I said, like, um, I suck. Oh, yeah. Um, but it quickly, because of how Will teaches and connects to you, it turned into a very inspiring... I can get better yeah. because of Will. And uh, I don't know about you, but I saw a lot of reels posted today who are using some of those same transitions he does with the opacity slightly off-centered and stuff. Um, and maybe they're already doing that. I don't know. But I, I, I'm i guessing it was inspired by Will's amazing presentation. He's a genius. Yeah. Absolute genius. He's an editing course. He does need an editing course. He. Um, I, and I need to apologize to you as well because... <laughs> Go on. <laughs> no, I want... <laughs> No, I want to switch to Final Cut Pro. <laughs> you always said, and that was one of those things. You're just like, man, I can always tell when it's uploaded from Final Cut Pro because it looks just a little less sharp. And I'm, I, I, agree. I agree. I do think your export settings are way different than Will's. what I didn't tell you. What I didn't tell you is that I I do believe this is a theory I'm still testing, but I do believe that in Premiere Pro you export in 1080 settings with 4K footage. Correct. Go on. Right? So it's, it's vertical 1080? Yes. Okay. Down sampled from 4K. Exactly. That's in Premiere. So what I was doing in Final Cut is I was doing a vertical 1080 with 4K footage. Well, my sequence was 1080p. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so in, in Final Cut Pro, I was using a, a 1080 vertical sequence. Same. Okay. And uploading it. And I think, I think Final Cut does not perform as well when you do that. Because I, I did the two, I looked at them side by side, I exported a vertical 4K, a 2160 by like 3840, and a vertical 1080, and I just looked at them on my computer, and it was just to my naked eye I could see, it was just very soft, mm. very soft. So yeah. what I've been doing lately is the vertical 4K, and uh, it seems like it's, it's doing a lot better. That's what we did with, with Carly's tent one. But we can't put vertical 4K on our phones. It, 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 it won't airdrop. It does. Oh. Yeah. People are going to be coming to this podcast like, you guys don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Give us a solution. <laughs> so, uh, so I actually guess... Actually, my biggest fear about this podcast is getting clipped. Yeah, no. <laughs> so we'll just we'll just hedge our bets here and say... Sure. It's a, it's a testing theory. We're, we're testing it. Either way, I was impressed by Will's Final Cut Pro, and I convinced me to switch, but I do think our team will be switching to DaVinci exactly. this month. So <laughs> it came out of nowhere. Neither here nor there. Premiere's great. Love Final Cut, but we're going to go to DaVinci. Yeah. <laughs> I think I do think DaVinci is a marriage of the two. Yeah. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Will is a huge highlight. Uh, back to our lows, though. Um, let's talk about the soft flats. <laughs> so uh, when we planned this workshop, we were starting to talk about this workshop back in May. Because uh-huh. our first workshop was in April. Um, a much smaller production less than half of the amount of attendees we had here. Um, I think we had an eighth the size of crew as we had this week, um, literally. Um, and it was a one-day event versus a three-day event. Yeah. Um, 
one and a half day event, I guess. Um, but when we planned this back in May, we said, let's do October for the sole reason Utah is perfect in October. Orange mountains, red mountains, yellow aspen trees, right? Um, and so we looked at the weather and we said, okay, in October on average, it rains two days out of the month, the entire month. What are the odds? <laughs> it's the two days we pick. It's always, right? it's always October 23rd. That's why I know. Yeah. And one other day. <laughs> it's wedding day. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, we were to talk about that too. Um, so we thought we were fine. And then, and you can't check the weather up until 10 days, what, a week before the event. Um, and so then a week or two ago, we started looking at the weather and it started looking fine. Started getting a little bit cloudy. And then, and then the weather dipped from 75 to like a high of 60 for just these three days. And then they're like, you're kidding me. Um, and the thing about the salt flats is there's no plan B. There's no backup. There's nowhere to go. It's not like a kid's go inside. Um, and so that was the probably the biggest stress on our weekend, especially because we had hired a, uh, we had paid a non-refundable deposit on a $2,500 vintage car that... Um, the deposit was... 20, the, the car was... Sorry, the car tens was... Of thousands, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> we paid $2,500 on a non-refundable deposit on a car to be at the Salt Flats for one of our shoots. And they said, we will not drive out there if it's wet. Not if it's raining, but if it rains eight days before and it hasn't dried up yet, we won't even come. We'll stay in the parking lot, which is ugly. There's a bathroom, outhouses. Um, so all that was running through my mind on uh, Tuesday morning. Um, and uh, so we had our intern, Nate Athey, wake up at 7 a.m. and drive to the flats Tuesday morning to check the if the the flats were wet or not. It's 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 a long drive too. It's a two and a half. Two, two and a half hours, yeah. Um, which is also baked into our workshop schedule, right? So if, if we don't end up going, we have to fill four hours. <laughs> Um, and so Athie went there in the morning and was texting us pictures at 10 a.m. And the vintage car people were saying like, yes or no, we have to know right now. And we had to make an audible saying it's too wet. We, you know, we have to make other plans. Um, so all that was happening as we're also trying to present our presentation. <laughs> so that was like the biggest stress on Tuesday was that moment. Um, but then again, another miracle just happened with our buddy Sam who uh, Samuel Hansen, who just just bought this really sick Datsun, yeah. what, a month ago? Something like that, yeah. It was 1960-something <laughs> yeah. Datsun. Yeah. Um, and this this car was for Short Stash's station, him mm -hmm. and his fiance Chelsea. Um, and so that was another high-pressure moment. It was like, we've got to make the station awesome. Um, and Sam's like, yeah, I'll let you do it, you know. And he drove his car out to the flats for us, and it... And uh, we got there with all of our attendees and there was one puddle, then the rest was dry. It was the craziest miracle because that whole weekend we were stressing about it, trying to plan backups. It was, yeah, it was, and honestly, no one would have ever noticed. Like there were a couple of people that we told that, mm -hmm. yeah, we were getting like a, a Thunderbird, yeah. you know. Um, but no one would have noticed Sam's car looked so good on the flats. Yeah. It Not amazing. just saying that. No, it looked so good. The trunk was open with the flowers mm -hmm. and Garrett. And that, and that's totally Garrett's vibe totally too. Totally more Garrett's vibe than a Thunder, but it would it, have been. It was beautiful. And so yeah. it just, it, it it worked out perfectly. And that, yeah. that was just one of those things where <laughs> as much crap as we give Samuel, I was, <laughs> I 
grateful for his character. We're going to have a whole episode on Samuel one day. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyone who listens to this continuously, they're going to know we mention Samuel and Dallin a lot. In the worst ways. And Athy. <laughs> In the best way. <laughs> I'll say the negatives, you say the positives. I'm the pessimist of our of our duo. Uh, we love them, though, yeah. our best friends. No, Sam came in clutch. Absolutely. He ended up uh, ruining his car, though. <laughs> yeah, tell him why. That was not our fault, though. So It wasn't. It wasn't. That was purely Samuel. So We told him it was a prop. Told him it was a prop. Said, Park Sam, the car. Park the car. We just need you to get to the flats. You just got to get through a very small puddle. It's okay. You just gotta get through a very small puddle, Samuel, um, and then you're you're good to go. Yeah. You're in the, you're in the green, and the shoot happens. Great shoot, and then towards the end, Sam keeps saying like, "Hey, you know, I mean, I think I'm gonna whip up some donuts here." Yeah, and we just said, "Yeah, like if you want to, you ha- you can. It's just a prop. It's not part of the shoot. Do it if you want." <laughs> and Samuel just he sees this blank canvas at the flats, and he, he just gets in there, and he just. He just starts ripping donuts, and all mm-hmm. the guys at the workshop were all over it. And the girls were like, "Oh yeah, that's cool," but like <laughs> lanterns are going off. That was Mojo Dojo Casa House. Yeah, <laughs> times ten moment. <laughs> and so Sam just starts ripping donuts, and not just like he's he's pushing a hundred on the flats. He's just going for probably twenty minutes, mm-hmm. and the last two donuts, if you ask him, there's like six drones in the air. Oh yeah, there were a ton <laughs> of drones. It was probably really cool to see just a ton yeah. of lights going around and. Yeah. If you ask him, he said on the last two rounds of donuts, that's when he's, he knew he messed up. Probably and the wrong gear. Probably the wrong gear. <laughs> he, he says it wasn't, but I was like, yeah, he, probably the wrong he was, gear. User error. Yeah. And then he, uh, yeah, after that, he just pulls it over to where all the cars were, and he starts opening his hood. And so Had a from, weird noise going. Yeah, he pulls, <laughs> opens his hood, hears the weird noises, and we're just kind of looking at him like, what's, why are you opening your hood, you know? Yeah. And he's, he's playing it down. Oh, no, nothing. No, we're all good. And then at the end of the workshop. Classic Samuel. Classic Samuel. Convincing himself. Play, playing if, down. If I just, convince myself it's okay, it will be okay. <laughs> playing down the biggest issues. And after the workshop, when everyone's gone, Sam leaves. And I get a text from Sam. So I get on the bus. I'm yeah. with the attendees. I, yeah. The bus doesn't stop. Yeah. You were, yeah, you were on, gone. You were on the bus. Yeah. You were gonzo. And me, Athy, and... Luke, we all left, the headshot photographer Luke, and we left with Parker. We were the last ones. And Sam texts and he says, Hey, by the way, can you take Olivia home? And I'm like, Wait, what are you? Because he took Olivia. Because he took Olivia with him. Yeah, Yeah, he took Olivia with him. (laughs) And so I'm like, What's going on? He's like, I broke down. (laughs) Like a mile outside the flats. Yeah. Again, two and a half hour drive, and he made it five minutes. (laughs) (laughs) He, he He was broken down on the side of the road. And we had, luckily, we, we were still there, but apparently, so in our mind, we're thinking, oh, it's going to be two and a half hours from someone from Salt Lake to come get him, bring him back. It's going to be a while. He's yeah. going to be sitting here. But I thought the tow truck would take four hours. Oh, yeah. But yeah. apparently it's very common for people to break down the flats. So they were just in Wendover, quick call, and whoosh, hopped yeah. on over and picked him up. But yeah, that was that was Samuel's Samuel's doing. Samuel's doing. We said, Samuel, don't you Appreciate him. Yeah. And he just posted posted those pictures and he said it was totally worth it so i hope it was i hope it was it was worth it for me it was worth it yeah and i know a people lot of people posted some cool reels about it people really liked that that's that car that car shoot but joe and lex with the lanterns like that was i'd say probably the only moment yeah, of the talk about that the only moment of the workshop because we, we tried really hard to have you know people at the station split them up making sure everyone had enough room to get their shots. But that was the only time during the workshop where we just said, okay, like all 50 of you, mm-hmm. we're, we're, we're going to have enough lanterns to do this for, you know, 20, 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. 
there's there's plenty of room to get your shots. Yeah. We're gonna let off what was it, nine lanterns or something? Something, yeah. Did a few times. And that moment was just that was that was a shed a tear moment. Yeah. yeah. Parker started just playing some some soft music and it was just it was just special. It was just really, really special. Yeah. I posted in the Facebook group, like, I don't know what it was. Adam, he went and caught the first <laughs> he went and caught the first lantern. The test lantern? Yep, the test lantern. And then I don't know what happened. It was just like we started launching them and no one was going to catch the lanterns. And I just thought this would be, this would be cool. They're like way out there. I kind of want to be alone for a sec. Um, while my wife was dancing with Courtney, just going crazy and just being weirdos. Screaming, I was Screaming, like, where's my husband, by the way? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I ran out to catch them. And then I was probably, I don't know, a quarter mile away. Yeah. And as I was just sitting there, I was looking at the the flat and I could just see a big glob of people and I could see Kelly's catering. I could still hear Parker's music really well and just these one lantern after another. And it was just like that moment entangled when they let off the first yeah. little lantern. It's just like, man, it was just beautiful. Yeah. I just kind of sat back and said, why was I so stressed? Like, of course it was yeah. going to work out. Um, and even if, yeah, even if it hadn't worked out, we kind of just forgot that people come from out of state and they all they see with the flats a lot is that mirror, that mirror mm -hmm. reflection. So even if it was totally flooded, um, you know, we could have not stressed so much and people would have just ate it up. They would have just made it work, yeah. especially that that was an amazing group. And I think they would have just ran with it. Yeah, I agree. Emma came up to me during the salt flats um, a few times throughout the week, actually, and said, like, like how you doing? I was like, I'm stressed. There's 50 people. I want to make this perfect. And she said, I promise you, everything you guys are stressing about, they don't notice. And that, that hit me hard because I was like, then why are we stressing? If it's about things that they don't even notice, why, why do I care? Um, and yeah, same for me, man. Like um, the shoots went beautiful. And it felt good on Tuesday because we were stressed about our presentation and the weather, and then getting a car out there, and then getting 60 people on a bus loaded over there. Um, but then once the shoot started, everyone was kind of just doing their own thing, having fun. And then we, we got to breathe for a little second. Um, but yeah, it was the lanterns when me and my wife, Kenzie, uh, let, let off a test one and it worked great. Like, okay, good. So we had our models come over, Joe and Lex, and then we gathered all 50 attendees to shoot at the same time. Um, and yeah, there's this moment for me, I'm going to cry, <laughs> this moment for me when they were all just, uh, I just was, I, I had the blowtorch, I was lighting the lantern that would run out of the shot. Um, and on like the second or third lantern, I lit it and ran out of the shot. And there's this picture um, uh, Kenzie posted, but uh, I just look over and there's just 50 people in, a, in this mob. And uh, and I see a few of the attendees crying um, because Parker, our DJ, had cued music right then, the most beautiful music. And it, just, it was so, no one was talking. Like there's 60 people, but it's dead silent. Um, there's no photos being taken, it's all video, so there's no shutters, it's just dead silent, beautiful music, and then this lantern being lit off. And I look over and there's just people crying, watching their camera screens. And I just start crying, looking at them like, like what is my life today? Seeing, these, seeing people we brought together um, from all over the world uh, come and shoot lanterns on the salt flats. Um, because we're all so tight and huddled, um, people were like, you know, had their arms around each other to kind of conf conserve space, holding their gimbals with one arm. So everyone's just in this huge group hug, it felt like. Um, and no one's complaining about not being able to see. Everyone's just getting their shot. 
And then it was just magic for me. Yeah. It was just magic for me. Um, and the second moment that I had on the salt flats was when um, I rode over on the bus with all the attendees. Nate was bringing some of the VIPs there, so it was my job to make sure all the attendees got on the bus to the flats. Um, and we got off, and all six of us were walking from the parking lot to the flats for like a five-minute walk. Um, and right when we started walking with this army of filmmakers, Parker, our DJ, started playing some music again. And, and also, after a full weekend of stressing about the weather, for it to walk over and the sun was shining. Surreal. I, I had chills. <clears throat> I actually, um, as you were walking out, that's kind of like when I was arriving. Yeah. And <laughs> you just saw this, just an army of just people all dressed in black, just <laughs> swarming. And when I got out there, actually, I, my, my stress about the weather it, even though it, it was it was gone, I was just mm -hmm. relieved about that. I started getting stressed. It was going to be too sunny. Yeah. <laughs> because if you if you haven't been to the flats before, there's you, a happy middle. <laughs> there's a happy medium right there because you don't realize it, but you can get one of the worst sunburns in your life at the flats mm -hmm. because you're standing on like a mirror, just white reflective. If you're mm -hmm. wearing a hat, it doesn't matter. It just bounces mm -hmm. up. So when I got out of the car, I was cooking. I was like, please no. Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, we're all taking off our sweaters. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's too hot now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it went away. It was just partly cloudy after that. And, and the shoots were stunning. Yeah. Garrett and Chelsea looked amazing. Joe and Lex looked amazing. Um, and then there was this part at the, towards the end of the shoots where it started drizzling rain, but nobody cared. Mm -hmm. I was like, I would have stressed about this, but everyone's like, no, I, it's just part of the experience. We're all having a good time. Yeah. You want something that a lot of people mentioned was Lexi's eyes. Oh, crazy. The brightest blue. Crazy. She already has blue eyes, but then at the blue hour, at the flats, it was just like mm -hmm. popping. But yeah, they looked they looked really good. Garrett and Chelsea just amazing, killed it. And then Reese, our makeup artist, with Chelsea's eyes, what was that? I don't know. Coolest thing I've ever seen. I don't know. Because Becca sent the inspiration board, and I was like, yeah, like I, I wasn't sure if that was like an inspiration or if that was like what we were going for, um, with the cool pearls and the eyes, and and then Reese did it. Yeah, <laughs> it looked amazing. So cool. Yeah, Southwest was a perfect day. I have this this <clears throat> I have this one memory just ingrained in my mind that I will never forget because it was so stressful in the moment, but it was the funniest thing looking back now. It was when the the lanterns were happening and the music wasn't going, and you know we're <laughs> we're starting to let them go, you know, and uh, I'm like you know I run over to Parker. And I'm like, I've known Parker for a long yeah. time. So I was like, Parker, what's what's going on, man? Like, where, where's the music? And he's clearly frantic. And he's like kind of scrambling, mm -hmm. caught off guard. And he's like, I, I, uh, I, this this guy just requested that I play a certain song for him to break dance. <laughs> I'm just like, break dance? What are you talking about? This is the lantern. We've been talked about this. And he's like, I was like, who did it? He's like, that guy over there. And I turn over to my right shoulder and I see Dat. <laughs> Just sitting there staring at by me. By himself. Just by himself, just like staring at me. And I'm like, Dad, like what the heck? Lanterns are over there. Let's go. Like, no. And 49 people over here. One person over yeah. here wanting to break dance. I'm like, yeah, no. Yeah, we override that. We're playing the lantern music. And he's like, okay, got it. He plays it. And then Dad just runs over, grabs his camera and goes over there. And then we talked about it just for a brief second after that. And dad's like, hey, man, like, you know, I'm so sorry. Like, I just wanted to, to break dance. And I'm like, no, totally cool. You know, it would be so cool. Went and in Rome. <laughs> yeah, went in Rome, went on the flats. Um, totally see the inspiration. He's like, oh, don't worry. I'll do it tomorrow. I'm like, fair enough. <laughs> see you at the villa. And he did. <laughs> and he did. He killed it. Dad's a great break dancer. Yeah. 
No, yeah, flats flats went incredible. But um, <laughs> I remember Tuesday morning driving with my wife in the car, and she was asking how I was feeling. I was like, I'm feeling good. All the stress is gone. Today's going to be great. Weather is going to be good. We got the villa. Everything was planned. Tuesday morning or Wednesday morning? Wednesday morning. Oh. Wednesday morning. And that as we soon found out, was probably the the least true statement that mm. everything would go well on Wednesday. So tell us about what happened on Wednesday. Yeah, it hit the fan on Wednesday. Because um, <laughs> I was even telling people on the soft flats, I'm like, yeah, today was cool. I was like, but tomorrow. I was like, uh, I'm I, just like adding a presentation on top of a four-hour travel day and bad weather and, and vendors saying they can't come if it's wet. I was like, what's the worst that can happen tomorrow? Um and yeah, the the next day we're we got the LED wall miraculously. Alexander Ma came in Tuesday night, which we'll talk about. His presentation went amazing. Um, then Will's presenting, and while Will's presenting, we we just got a call from one of our models, um, and a huge family emergency happened, um, and he had to cancel, uh, rightfully so. Um, and I was like, well, okay, we have our shoot, and attendees are leaving here in an hour after mm-hmm. Will's presentation. The on the schedule, our makeup artist was supposed to be done at the exact moment with makeup. I was like, well, we have to find someone, a couple, who can fit in the dress that we have, get their makeup done, and get to the villa um, within within the hour, or else this won't work. Um, because it's not like we had amazing models there already, August and Maddie. Um, we had flew in to be at one of the stations, but we had a station specifically set up for a separate group of models. We had so that we had to fill it with models, right? Um, and so we just walk out, and I'm like trying to manage Will's presentation. So we all walk out. It was like a team huddle. It was me, you, Kenzie, Kayla, Becca was at the venue trying to get things ready. Um, and we're all just calling every attractive person we know <laughs> and saying, Can you model right now? Um, but realistically, I was like, You know what? Like, would I, if I had a call an hour before, would I drop everything on my plate and go model? No. So I wasn't really hopeful honestly. But I also was reminding myself, we have an LED wall in there that was delivered overnight. Overnight. That happened from 11 p.m. to 7 a.m. That just happened somehow. And I was like, no, this is going to work out. This is going to work out. Um, And then Kayla, your wife, found just this hot couple that um, was one of her employees who had the day off. (laughs) Because Kayla's like, checking her work schedule. I know you have the day off. I know you're not doing anything. Come model. Um, and she did. And her and her husband uh, drove down from Kaysville, which is like an hour away. Yeah. Um, and so she was able to get her makeup done by Reese and the dress fit beautifully. Um, and then also the the guy who she, she was modeling with had nothing to wear. And so our wives ran to Target and my closet and just raided everything and bought him shoes, pants, a suit, a shirt, a tie, socks, and said, here. And it fit him somehow. And it out very great. nicely. Yeah. Um, and that was the last bad thing that happened at the workshop. Yeah. And I will say more than the LED, well, we could have made that work with a projector, but I think that was the biggest miracle of the week was that this an, a, a emergency happened that we couldn't have predicted, and uh, and people people had our backs. Yeah, it was it was. I would say that was the most stressful moment of the workshop, especially because back at the studio, everything was going ahead of schedule. Just calm. Um, ahead of schedule, mm-hmm. 
And so we show up to the venue early. On the, the one time you want things to be late, we were early. So, but it all worked out. Um, in the villa, we were shooting the villa, and it was just beautiful. Yeah. Kept reminding people we're, we're in Utah, and yeah. everyone's like, this feels like Italy. Um, and August and Mads looked just just hot, just stunning, you know? And they were just, just natural models. Um, and then Kayla's friends who just showed up. Yeah. Looked amazing. They did a great job, yeah. Oh, and then you found a Vespa. Because <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I want a Vespa at the villa, and it's like, hold my phone. <laughs> How'd Man. you find a Vespa? So, um, I have a I have an old college roommate named James, and my last like two years of college, I lived in this house, coolest house I've ever lived in. Okay, some of my closest buddies still. Um, they're just like those guys that always have motorcycles. They're buying like sailboats yeah. off of KSL classifieds or Facebook yeah. marketplace. And they're just always fixing things up. And so I text James. I'm like, Hey man, I know this is a long shot, but we need a Vespa. I'm doing a styled shoot. Mm -hmm. Do you have a white Vespa? And he's just like, I don't, but I think I know someone who does. <laughs> and the next week he, he texts me just a bunch of pictures. He's like, Hey, would this work? <laughs> and you're sending these to us. Yeah. He sends like, four different pictures. There's like a white, red, black one. And it's just in this dirty, like dusty garage. Yeah. And he's just hanging out with one of his boys. And I'm like, I, yeah, I think so. I sent it to you and Becca and we're just like, yeah, full send. We're going to get this mm -hmm. white Vespa. It's not, you know, a crazy vintage. It's just white. Gave us a great deal on yeah, it. Yeah. White Vespa. Mm -hmm. And we were just to the point where he said, yeah, absolutely. Let's get that white Vespa. And the funny thing is, though, on Wednesday, we had no plans how to get it from Riverton. We don't have trucks. We don't have trucks. <laughs> <laughs> we had no plans how to get it from Riverton to Cedar Hills. And so if you're what? not from where we're at, yeah, it's, it's like a 35, 30 minutes. On a Vespa, minutes. how long is it? On a Vespa, you can't go on the – yeah, so it's just back roads. And you have to go around this, this point of the mountain, which is the most chaotic place yeah. in Utah to drive. So the morning shows up on Wednesday and I text Becca and, and you that I'm just like, Hey, I'm going to be late to studio. I have to pick up this Vespa. So, and that's when me and my wife drove over and she asked me how you feel. And I'm like, Oh, perfect. I'm not stressed at all. We just got to get this Vespa there. And so drive over there at like seven or eight in the morning and I get there and this guy's name is Chad. Coolest guy. He's just like an, ex <laughs> he's basically an extension of my roommates that I lived with. And, um, just a bro like, Hey man, what's up? How's it going? Here's the Vespa. He's like, let me just take a quick ride on it real quick. And I'm like, okay. And he takes it and like jumps it off the curb. And he's like, oh, just trashing it. And so I'm like, okay. Be gentle. I'm like, oh. He's like, yep, she's ripping pretty. And uh, so I'm like, sick. I'll take it. And he's like, yeah, no, get back to me whenever. And from there, I just had to drive it from um, Sandy to Riverton to the VIP Verbo. And then once we got it there, Nate, <laughs> Nate was tasked with getting it from the Verbo to Cedar Hills. But like Tuesday, when we told him, hey, you just gotta go to the Salt Flats, get, get it done, scout it out and get back, Nate just made it happen. So I dropped it off and getting it there was no small feat. You know, I had to go down like a mountain. Like it's, it was a very steep area in Sandy. So from, it's just like straight out of Dumb and Dumber when he pulls up and he, his tire <laughs> kind of blows. The second I got on the Vespa and started going down this huge hill, I was getting speed wobbles. I'm like, oh, this is not gonna work. Um, 
but ended up trekking through kind of like the back roads all the way to the Verbo, handed it off to Nate. And we had the coolest helmet too. It was just like this yeah, it was pretty cool blacked helmet. out helmet. Yeah. We, looked, we looked pretty cool, I got to say. But Nate, I was just like, yeah, you just got to get this to uh, Cedar Hills. See you there. And Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. And Nate's just like, all right, I'll do this. <laughs> and uh, gave it to him. And we saw him later at the venue. And we asked, how did it go? And he's like, well, and then he had stories about like, I, it was going slow on this pass. I had to pull over, go on the bike lane. People were honking, just going through pure torture to get it there. But <laughs> our planners at the villa and he just like pulls in and she just, like, <laughs> records him. There's a hilarious video of him just like ripping into the venue. Like I'm here. <laughs> so we got the Vespa there and uh, yeah, it, it worked out. It worked out great. It was a great prop. Yeah, it was. A, fell over it, once. Fell over once, which we felt really bad about yeah. because it happened to, to Courtney and Branson, the people who mm-hmm. filled in, dropped everything to come and, and fill in. It fell over. Risked once. their life on that Risked their life. Yeah, yeah and it, it fell over once yeah. and uh, felt bad about that one. But, no, but thanks, Chad. Thanks, Chad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that, that, was, that, was a, that was a fun little prop. Beautiful, I, and the weather was perfect on Wednesday. Loved Wednesday. The vendors, the food truck, the pizza truck, the gelato. Let's food for a second. Holy cow. Uh, let's start with Callie's Catering. Um, friends of yours for a while. Yeah. Become good friends of mine just by association this last year and a half. They came to our welcome party at our first workshop and just killed it with great pizza. And we said, yeah, we need you guys to come back again for this one. Um, they ended up doing uh, how many meals? Five total? Four total? I think they did let's two, see, one on three, Monday, two, yeah, they did f- five. Yeah, yeah, incredible. Yeah, um, and every day was a different, different meal. Uh, when when Becca first called me and Nate and was like, "What do you guys, your, what do you guys want your workshops to be remembered by?" <laughs> and Nate was just like, uh, "This sounds weird, but food, <laughs> good food." He's <laughs> like, and then yeah, content, and then I was like, yeah, and then. Education, if, <laughs> and Becca was if like, it fits. Like, yeah, okay. oh, usually workshops are about education and content. Like, uh, food. <laughs> we want good food. Um, food was amazing. Yeah. I didn't really eat much of it. Yeah, me neither. But, but it looked great. The the things that I did try were really yeah. good. Yeah. And we'll get gourmet sliders. at the Yeah, to have like at the flats, by the way, first of all, a DJ there setting the vibes, Parker, and then a food truck just be serving gourmet sliders. With flaming donuts and ice cream, that was crazy. Yeah. And a fry bar, a fry bar, that yeah. was also just a, a core memory. And what we what we kind of learned, well, the reason why we we told Becca like we wanted food to be good is because Jake and I we're, we're big foodies. Oh yeah, yeah. We 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 definitely made consumers it, and cookers, consumers and and and, yes, and chef. producers. Yes, chef. Mm-hmm. And we we both have talked about this many times. But any time, I'll never forget when my dad told me this. He said, Nate. Think of any good vacation you've been on. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I've been to, you know, I've been to Iceland, Mexico, all mm-hmm. these cool places. And then he said, was food a core memory of it? And he said, I can, before you answer that question, I can promise you it was. And every single trip that I thought of that I loved, food is always at the center. Yeah. It always is. We just love food. Cabo. 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 Yeah. All we talked yeah. about was <laughs> the chips and guac. Yeah. That's all we talked about. Man. And it was and, a beautiful and the chilled resort. cokes and the chilled cokes, yeah, and those chicken tacos, yeah. which we still. It's in my favorite folder. Don't pull it up. <laughs> <It's> a, <laughs> Same thing with Arkansas. Yeah. People ask us why we like Arkansas. Rights barbecue. Distant second is everything else. Every, everything yeah. else, yeah. So that was why we just agreed on this. And what we realized is that food is a huge crutch to lean the on. The ultimate crutch. The ultimate crutch. People are fed. They're happy. Exactly. They're they're fed. They're happy. If 
X, Y, Z and go are going wrong, but we're giving them good food. Gluten free people are so miserable. <laughs> so I, <laughs> we uh, we won't talk about prejudices prejudices here. <laughs> Talking about you, Samuel. <laughs> um, but yeah, if, if people are fed, they they they're happier. Yeah. So I'm happier. I'm I'm much happier. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, that's it's not to say that like we aren't going all out on everything, but it just gives us some some more wiggle room. So Cali's catering just over delivered, man. Over delivered. Because we even see what we needed. They just said, here's the menu. Like, we'll just, we'll make it work. We'll make it happen. And they're professionals. They show up to their jobs and leave. Didn't need a, yeah. Yeah. No, amazing food. And then on Wednesday night, we had uh, Fiori Pizza come. This cool food truck that um, I only know because when we went to the gym in Orem, yeah. uh, the Forge, yeah. always drive by. And they would park their car, their trucks, in one of those parking lots. Yeah. And it's like this glass uh, shipping container with a built-in brick oven and they just sling dough and sling pizzas out of that thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so they came and they did an amazing job. Um, and then let's talk about uh, the other core member was the, the Rolling Taps. Tyson. Um, Tyson from the Rolling Taps, man. He uh, Tyson, I hope I have this story right. Fact check me though. Tyson bought a Milanese wine cart from the Orchards of Milan, Italy. Shipped it home. And converted this little cart, which, by the way, is like a handle, a one, a tricycle-looking thing. Converted it into a lever-serving soda cart. Beer, wine. Yeah, beer, wine, soda, dirty sodas. Mobile tap. Yeah, the mobile ta- uh, rolling tap bar. Um, and he came to our last workshop, and he rolled into the venue, drove right into the venue with it. And everyone loved it, and we loved it. I'm like, that has to come back, especially since we're going to go to the villa. Um, Italian, you know, vibes. And then we're like, would you come to the flats with us? And he's like, oh yeah, absolutely. So he's at the flats just serving drinks and came to the villa and served drinks and just a cool down to earth guy. And, um, and Nate and I agreed uh, after this workshop, which maybe we could talk about right now is um, all the irreplaceable people from this workshop. And so far, obviously Kelly's catering and the rolling taps were just irreplaceable people that I will, I will always want at our workshops. Yeah. They're going to clip this if we never use them and say, you said, <laughs> no, let's, yeah, no, let's, yeah. let's make this like a clippable moment. Let's just yeah. like make it say, Hey, here are our irreplaceable. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. yeah. Tyson, thank you. Yeah. If you're Seriously. listening. Yeah. yeah. The irreplaceable vendors, Callie's catering, Tyson from the rolling tabs. He's just a cool guy. Just sitting out there the whole time. Just yeah. happy, happy to be alive. Having come in our group picture. I'm just like, no, you're part of this man. Yeah. Serving yeah. the, serving the, the soda bar. Yeah. Incredible drinks. Do you try the watermelon and, and basil? The watermelon mojo, whatever it's called. Is that, yeah. Something, I, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Man, I think it was good. I got up my drink game. Man. Yeah. The raspberry, uh, it was, I think it was like a raspberry mojito. It was a raspberry lemonade. Raspberry the, lemonade. the watermelon basil yeah. thing. Mint. The watermelon mint. Watermelon yeah. mint. Man. And the root beer was creamy. That thing was good. Looked good. Yeah. They, they, they home make, with the exception of the root beer, they ho- they home make everything. And the, the new one, this one was the peach drink. Really which good. I was a huge fan really of Really good. Yeah. Yeah, the the he said the root beer they they buy from a supplier, but everything else he said he's like, yeah, my wife just mm-hmm. made that, and they they rent out like a test mm-hmm. kitchen, huge batch, and they just whip it up. Yeah, man. Yeah, let's talk about irreplaceable people. Um, Parker, Parker, which by the Parker way, Parker Andrews, <clears throat> which by the way, Parker is what is it Friday? Tomorrow he's running his first marathon, and what's super cool? What was he doing last night? Yeah, no, yeah. 
Wait, what? What did you do last night? Some big conference or something? Oh, yeah. Something? Dude, Parker has so many things going on. I He's can't believe he even guy. came with I what can't he has going on this week. No, Parker is an incredibly busy guy. He's playing like rooftop series. He's opening mm -hmm. for people at concerts. Parker, though, is releasing his first ever single tomorrow. No way. And it's really cool because it's called Runner's High. And the cool thing about that is tomorrow he's running his first marathon. No way. So he's releasing this stop. this marath he's releasing like a, a track that's trying to capture all the emotion of how it feels to have trained for this marathon. And I mean he can correct me on this, but it's it's just kind of meant to coincide with wow. the release. Wow. So that was he's yeah. amazing. Parker, I feel like was one of, if not the top talked about vendors. Everyone just loved him. Absolutely loved him. He made him. me cry. Yeah. A few times. And he's such just a good dude, just very professional. Mm -hmm. He he just makes you smile. Such a such a professional guy. Parker. He like hacked his headphones so you can use them as a speaker. That yeah. was crazy. Yeah. So there's Parker, yeah. Kelly's Catering, there's Tyson from the Rolling Taps, um, Pinguino Gelato. That was awesome. Whew. Amazing gelato. Man. Yeah. Loved that. Um, someone I want to talk about just personally uh, is Courtney. Courtney's a staple to our workshops. Yeah. yeah. Courtney, um, we met Courtney six, seven years ago. We went to the whole story, but um, yeah, she's she's been one of our best friends. Yeah. Uh, which is interesting because as a friend, she's our best friend, right? As a colleague, she's one of our favorite colleagues and work people because of how professional she is and how well she runs her business. She's also a hustler, always making reels, always making content. She doesn't slow down. I don't know how many kids she has and dogs she has now, but she it doesn't affect her life. She yeah. She just goes and goes and goes and goes and she inspires us every single day. Um, she shot Nate's wedding. Um, we've had core emotional memories with Courtney. Um, and so every single day this week, and she, she drove down here um, without asking for anything. We're obviously, we're giving her things, but she didn't ask to be compensated. She wanted to be a part of the event because she loves us. And then throughout the week, just looking over and seeing her, not just taking photos and being in the shadows, she was meeting people, networking with people, hyping people up, posing people, getting detail shots, getting editorial content for us, um, elevating the workshop more than um, you would expect a behind-the-scenes photographer to do. Um, up until even the very last moment of the workshop when she was in the middle of a, a rave circle, just being weird with Nate Athey, <laughs> just doing the weirdest things, and just yelling and screaming, just just creating the environment um, yeah, she she will be at every single thing we ever do. She's a staple, yeah. Absolutely staple yeah, to our workshops. Can't thank her enough. Yeah. Been texting her today. She's like, I love you. Yeah. Um, I don't know what we would have done without her this week. Yeah. Honestly, a lot of people. Mm -hmm. we, we we had a full grounds crew, full like mm -hmm. BTS crew, and Becca was just like, is this overkill? Like, I don't know, but I think we need everyone. Mm -hmm. And I think looking back, we needed Every Everyone. single person. Nobody was irreplaceable. Nobody. Man. Yeah. We have, just to name a few, um, Richard Nate. Richard came again on asking for nothing. Drove here, or flew here wherever from California. Well, he moved to Idaho. Moving to Idaho. And they drove down. Come down here just to help. Richard was one of the most helpful people. Mm -hmm. Like, just there. Wasn't messing all. around. Wasn't messing around, but just made everyone feel so loved and comfortable. And somehow captured content in between. Somehow. Because we asked him to do everything. I did not see that coming. And then he got content from every shoot. I didn't see that coming. He just came up and showed me some screen grabs. I'm like, when did you get this? Yeah. 
incredible screen grabs too. Between which of my yelling orders at you did you pick up a camera and get these shots? <laughs> yeah. Um, no, Richard is, um, yeah. Irreplaceable. Mm-hmm. That's just the word for all these. It's just irreplaceable. He made me cry on Thursday morning when I was driving to the VR Biota at like 8 a.m. I was just thinking about the week of processing. And I was thinking about Richard. I was like, how did we get so lucky? Yeah. I was just like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Start crying. Richard was amazing. I mean, there's there's almost too many, but like we had our whole BTS crew. We had Samuel. We had Muka. Samuel, Muka. Howie, who's just the Howie nicest guy. Howie works even, here. Yeah, works here. And we just asked him last minute to be a PA, help move things around. And no, we asked him to help film BTS. And turned he into a PA position. Turned into a full PA position. He was driving people everywhere. He 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. He was 8 driving to 10 people. PM. And not only that, at 10 p.m., he stayed at studio mm. because he's doing a 30-day challenge and he's busting out content. He probably stayed there till 12, 1, 1 a.m. And he was the first to show up in the morning. Wakes up at 6 every single day. Just always there, always the same, just happy Howie. And and he took some of our VIPs back to the Airbnb. Uh, Will left his water bottle in the car. <laughs> and Howie just came the next morning because he knew Will had an early flight. So he yeah. came early with the water bottle just to give it to him. Yeah, Howie, irreplaceable. Like, there's Alex Pizarro. Alex Pizarro, Olivia Mack, mm-hmm. all our VIPs. Alex was like our personal taxi this week. Yeah. Um, and then he also got some great drone footage on the flats. Um, Olivia Mack, um, and I told her this uh, on Wednesday night. Um, I'm really proud of our friend group, mm-hmm. um, our brothers, and, and uh, the people that we just. We'll take bullets for. Um, and Sam uh, has become really good friends with Olivia. And uh, she was there as an attendee, um, but she was helping with way more than she should have been helping with. Um, and I told her this. I was like, thank you for being a part of our friend group now. Like, you're in it, you know. Um, she was awesome. Really appreciate her being here. Mm-hmm. And she's at the top of my list because she gave me a, a package of Oreos. And- yeah. Anybody who gives me Oreos, I'm just like, yeah. She gave us gifts, yeah. which was yeah. unexpected. Unexpected. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Very, very good gift. Um, nice. Kenzie and Kayla, <laughs> they clutched it out too. Like we, they we did so much. We were, our wives were just on the clock the whole entire time, and we were just hardly with them. Like hardly they took, had, they took off work. Both have full time jobs. Yeah. Kayla multiple jobs. Yeah. To come just be with us and be a part of this experience and just help out, and they were just. Without them, this whole thing would have fell apart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were just working with Becca, who um, was, yeah, just kind of like the, the kingpin of it. Yeah. Becca. Becca. I, we, could, we could do a whole podcast mm-hmm. on Becca because Becca just, not enough good, I don't even mm-hmm. know what to say. She, it, it literally wouldn't have happened. Did way her. more than we asked her to do. Yeah. Literally would not have happened without her. She just made everything happen. We were just trying to figure out things from day one. And she just said, hey, worry about this. You don't need to worry about this. Mm-hmm. Everything's covered. And then when it got down to it, when like the flats day, for example, we were here and she, we didn't know where Becca was. We just knew she was out of the flats somewhere. I no idea. Yeah. No idea. And we were just full trust. I never doubted for a second that it was going to look good. All right, we're and showing up here now. <laughs> we're showing up. Hopefully things <laughs> are good. it's ready. <laughs> and it was. Same with the villa. Yeah. Core and memory with Becca this week was uh, we just cleaned up yesterday and we all just sat here, laid here on the studio stage, looking up at the, the ceiling, just like dead tired exhausted beaten dead and we were just crying laughing about stupid stuff yeah just all four of us yeah. us becca athy yeah. just crying yeah i wish there was like a camera that was pointing down yeah. filming us just, yeah um 
<clears throat> yeah, she was amazing. Just kind of, just kind of looking back at the at the the following or the the past couple of days. Is there any attendee that you feel like really stood out? I, and, and while you think about that, there, I'll just tell you who it was, who one of them was. Okay. There were honestly every single person that showed me stuff. I was just blown away. But mm-hmm. one person, um, just completely just blew me out of the water, and it was it was Irma from Earth and Sun Co. Man, let's talk about Irma because Irma. Um, she just rebranded with Coco. Yep. And brand designer. Let's brand designer, the best. And Irma just rebranded to Earth and Sun Co. And her style is just very like fun, moving, kind of like a J Max sort, mm-hmm. sort of feel. And we get to the flats and it's anything but that. It's just like editorial, yeah. you know, here's the car, just luxury looking thing. Great stills. Great mm-hmm. stills. And then we have Joe and Lex who are elopement vibes, but it's more like boho, soft, dreamy. Mm-hmm calm lantern lanterns you know it's anything but irma's vibe which is you know like yeah. that energetic and at these stations we had our vips we had you know megan uh emma and will helping out with posing thinking out loud things like that mm-hmm. and i was just thinking okay this is how things are going to look like i see what's happening yeah. i knew what it was going to look like on camera and the next day actually no and i saw irma every once in a while just like okay like run or like do this like kind of like and in my mind i was like hmm is that gonna work sort of thing is this is this the vibe for it and the next day she showed us a reel that she edited i think on the bus and looked beautiful and it was it was her whole entire brand i don't know when she got those shots but it was just they were dancing doing they were they were handheld vibes it was beautiful like running dancing like screaming and it it looked so good and i just thought how did you make it look like that with what we gave you She's incredible. She did very good. She's a homie. Love Irma. Um, my favorite part of that edit, too, is at the very end. Um, if you guys don't follow Irma, Earth and Sunco, um, at the very end, she left the raw audio. I think it's the raw audio for camera. Yeah. Unless she added in. If she added in, even more impressive, you just hear camera shutters going off. Yeah. Maybe it was Courtney's in the background. Um, just to kind of show the raw, like, yeah. this is a dope shoot. It was just so yeah. cool. Yeah, I was, I was blown away when I woke up... Um, Wednesday morning with how many reels were in our inbox. Constant refresh. Like, did you guys not sleep? Um, insane. It Ref- was insane. Every time we refreshed, it was just something new was happening. Yeah, man, people, attendees that, that um, I got to know some amazing people. Yeah. I think a lot of people we've, we've known for years uh, online mm-hmm. um, just never had the pleasure to finally meet in person. Yeah. Um, but a few people that I, I really, I have a, I have a list <laughs> of oh, yeah. people that really, um, made this workshop for me were once again, Adam Grumbo and Justin Roth. I love Adam and Justin. They did not need to be here. Coolest human beings you'll ever meet. Let me rephrase. Um, the, the workshop, the education being taught, the content being delivered, they, they didn't need it. They know their it. work speaks for itself. They have the brand, they have the content, they have the, the, the wedding films, the clientele. They came solely to uplift the workshop and to meet people and to make relationships with people. Um, and I just love looking over on the flats and seeing Adam Gumba doing the Jack Sparrow run across <laughs> the flats because that's where Pirates of the Caribbean was filmed and uh, just having a good time. And they were just so authentically enjoying themselves. And just seeing them and enjoy it helped me enjoy it a lot more. Yeah. You know, just knowing, wow, people are just having fun. Whether you're here for content or education or just to have a good time, everyone's needs are being met. Yeah. Um, it was it was an honor. I also really enjoyed getting to know 
uh, Alexander and Marina Kim better. Yeah. We met them in Italy a few months ago. Um, and Marina came, I hope I'm saying her name right. Yeah. Marina. Um, Marina came and even though it was her birthday on Wednesday and she's, she still wanted to spend the week with taking a chance on our, on our first luxury workshop. Um, and, uh, she was one person when at the salt flats, when I looked over, she was one of those people crying and Alexander said, um, in that moment he asked her, uh, are you okay? And she said, I don't want to leave. And that made my life hearing an attendee say, I don't want to leave the flats. Even though we're all kind of cold, red, you know, our shoes were salty. She didn't want to leave that moment. None of us did. Um, so I loved, I loved getting to, to, to meet them and get to know them better. Um, yeah, I could go, I could go on the list of every single attendee. Same. And talk about them. Yeah, that could, yeah, I could, there's, Honestly, with every single attendee, I feel like there is something that really stuck out to me. At least one moment that really stuck yeah. out, and I, I wish we could talk about every single one. Another one was uh, we had two people who exclusively shot on iPhones. Yep. Uh, Savannah, who yep. we met in Arkansas, who just does killer work. And if you meet her, she's just she has so much confidence. And her it just personality radiates. is my favorite, <laughs> most confidence I've ever seen. I love Savannah. And then we had Marcus, who just got the Marcus Mazzano. Yep. He just, just got the 15. Just got the iPhone 15 Pro, mm. and he had an SSD plugged into it the whole mm. time. And I thought it was like a charger or something mm. like that. So like, what, what's going on? He's just charging his phone. And I never, ever, ever saw Marcus like fighting for the shot, you know, like you see people clump up and like trying to, you mm -hmm. know, get the shot. He was just like walking around the whole time. <laughs> just like he never <laughs> the was fighting. The shots great. And yeah, and he came up to and showed it and he just saw that, I just saw that it was the iPhone 15 Pro. It was in ProRes log footage and it was beautiful. And I can't mm -hmm. wait to see that. But yeah, every single, every single attendee, I feel like I, I have a full story about and I wish we could talk about every single I had one. a core memory with uh, Marcus was when I was looking over shows that that looks good. And I was looking at settings on the left, you know, on the iPhone. And I saw it said HD. And I was like, 1080p, huh? He's like, no, 4K. And I was like, look again. And he's like, switch it really quick. No, 4K. <laughs> <laughs> so I hope he uh, wasn't in HD the entire week. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's a he, good guy. Yeah. I, yeah. Every single attendee is so just amazing. Yeah. Love them all. Okay, let's talk about our VIPs. Man. Some of these amazing speakers. What do we start with? Let's start with Alexander. Alexander Ma. So we, Alexander's probably our newest relationship. Mm -hmm. um, we started Dam and Kim when we launched our course last November when some people said, uh, tagged us and him in their stories and said, Alexander, are you threatened by these guys? Or Because um, I guess that person thought that me and uh, Alexander were the only few people that ever have wedding content ever. Mm -hmm. And now that my vows is happening, they were, you know, saying like, this is a huge competition back in November. And I remember Alex's response to that post was just like, no, there's enough education to go around. And so that kind of opened the door up and then you joined his group yeah, and his started talking to him. Yep. And then, uh, what was it, like April or May, we jumped on a call with him about a possible collaboration. And he said, uh, well, I'll fly you to Italy if you fly me to Utah. And we're like, well, one of those costs more than the other, but we'll take you up on that. And he let us come speak at his workshop and, and meet some incredible people. Um, a lot of those people at his workshop came to our workshop and became great friends of ours. Um, and uh, so honored to be there. And then he came out to speak uh, at our workshop 
Um, and he arrived Tuesday night because he was coming in from Florida, where I just come from Florida, where he accepted the Two Comma Club Award um, for reaching millions of sales. Um, just a business genius. Just knows how to sell. Honored to have him. Mm-hmm. Um, and his presentation, it wasn't a, it because all of us just kind of you know presented. He his presentation started off with his life story. Yeah, which is crazy. Yeah, uh, the dropout school dropout and then full circle to paying for his parents' mortgage. Inspiring. My life goal <laughs> is to pay for my parents' mortgage. Buy him a car, yeah. pay off their mortgage. Just an amazing, amazing guy. Yeah. He, um, Alexander, he's, he was an interesting VIP because he's 100% different than pretty much everyone else in the room in terms of mm-hmm. how he approaches his business. Yeah. You know, if we're looking at a scale of creative versus business, like where do you fall on that scale? Most of us have approached this industry being very creative, very creative, trying to compensate the business. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like we're, we're just focused on posting good content, you know, mm-hmm. connecting with couples, things like that. And if you were to just talk to Alex and get to know Alex, he is almost 100% creative or business, excuse me, he's almost all business. And it shows, like, he knows Mm -hmm. how to sell. He still does incredible work. So Mm -hmm. we knew that his presentation might be a little, almost, like, overwhelming or jarring to people because it's like, oh, this this doesn't feel like the wedding industry. Yeah. But it is, and it works. Yeah. And even Adam Grumbo, like, we were sitting here saying that Adam, like, you know, he didn't need to be here, Adam and Justin, because they already know it. Adam came up just... Floored. He was just like, that was the coolest yeah. thing. Adam was just so if excited. Adam says that, you know. Yeah. yeah. Adam, Adam just said, that is, I never thought of some of that stuff and I know how to put it into my business. And, and you and I, we have been testing out kind of some of those, those same tactics, not in the same exact way, but we walked away and we, we, we test some stuff out mm-hmm. and it works. And the coolest thing, the, one of the coolest things mm-hmm. to come out of this workshop yeah. was after Alex gave one of his presentation, Dat said, I never thought of that. I'm going to try that right now. And he started DMing. While breakdancing. <laughs> while breakdancing, throws his phone up like a bandana, <laughs> does a windmill. He, while still at the workshop, fresh in his mind, he starts implying some of these, you know, these upsells yeah, and things like that. Alex taught. And he sold $1,000 right then and there off of a Quick client. Quick 1000 Off of a client he didn't think he was going to have any, it was done. You know, yep. that was, it was a done project. A quick thousand. From the time he left studio to the villa, made a thousand dollars. Yeah, crazy. Then you and I last night, crazy. We started applying some of Alex's DM methods to planners and and uh, photographers, and um, great results coming in. Instant relationships coming in. Instant. They asked us yeah. for our pricing. Mm-hmm. What is your pricing? Amazing. Send it to me. When can we work together? So Alex was a, a huge treat to have. Mm-hmm. Um, just a very meek and and. Everything he's every time he gives you an answer, he he it's a very well thought out answer. Mm-hmm. Um, so so glad he was there. Excited to con- further build our relationship with him. Um, Will Sarmiento, well. the vibe curator himself, <laughs> um, just our short little king Love who Will. just unapologetically himself. Um, un, yeah, I don't even know how to describe Will. Uh, Adam Grumbo, I'll use Adam Grumbo's words. He said, Adam Grumbo is uh, is intoxifying. Is that the word? He said, wait, intoxicating. Will, Will said Adam is intoxicating? Adam said Will is intoxicating. Gotcha. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, his positivity is intoxicating. 
you just want to be around him. You want him in your corner. He's one of those guys that you just want to be in his friend group and you want him to want him to notice you. Um, and I had the pleasure of going out to Philadelphia to meet Will and film through the lens with him in May. And I back all that up. You just can't, you can't take your eyes off Will because he's just always smiling and listening to you, validating you and teaching you whether through what he says or through his example. He's contagious. Contagious man. When he laughs, it is the funniest thing. Everyone just busts If you make up. him laugh, you feel like a billion bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I got Will to laugh, bro. The coolest guy I think I've ever met. Uh, one of the, yeah, probably the coolest Homie. guy. Homie. Love Instant Will. friend. And yeah, again, his presentation just, we don't need to revisit it, but it was the the greatest presentation. Mm-hmm. It was insane. Everyone walked out just inspired and stunned mm-hmm. at the same time. And then we got Emma, Emma K. Man. Which, where do we start with Emma? Emma, our queen. Emma, our first introduction to Emma kind of happened. Was a threat. No, sorry, <laughs> you go first. <laughs> I feel threatened by Emma. I was. <laughs> oh, still oh, yeah, am. Every day, I still yeah. am. Every no, day. not anymore. Sometimes I'm like, do I? Can I still follow Emma? Always. Because this is this is too much. This wedding is too good for me to even see because I'm not there. Emma hosted a workshop in Utah with a planner that we really wanted to get in with, mm-hmm. and. We, the, the way the, the stars aligned, we ended up filming BTS for the planner who was putting together mm. all the florals the and design shoots. for the style shoots. Which we had Emma. to leave before the attendee showed up. Exactly. So we showed up. And we could have f- met KEJ. We could have met Emma. We could have. <laughs> and looking back, we were just like smacking ourselves because we, here we are like focused on the style shoot filming with BTS, which we are not. Which is amazing. We, yeah. We don't regret doing that. It, it turned out really good. And. What we re- when we realized that was Emma's workshop, we were just like, "Oh my gosh, we are we're idiots," because that was like Redmond Vows was brand new, brand spanking that. new, and we were talking about doing workshops, and then we find out that there's a workshop business out there, wedding filmmaker workshop, the best name you could possibly have for a workshop, already doing what we were dreaming of doing, <laughs> so I instantly was like, "Oh my gosh, someone's already doing it. Like, why even try?" Um, but then Emma, I was like, you know what? No, like if anything, I want Emma to be one of our mentors and someone in our corner that we can, uh, we can talk to. Um, so we just DM'd her and said, your workshop was amazing. Um, we got to film behind the scenes for it and we started the dialogue mm-hmm. and became, became great friends. Yeah. And I'll say it till the day I die. Every single time I see an Emma K presentation, when she ends, I just realize I'm doing everything wrong. Yeah. I need to just rebrand. Yeah. Ground zero. Here, yeah. I'm just starting from from nothing, because she just challenges you. Yeah. So then we started DMing Emma. Started following her, uh, just in love with her work, in love with her personality, in love with uh, how she managed her businesses and her podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I can't remember. Did we meet her before her workshop? Did she fly out to meet us first, or was it after her workshop? <sighs> remember, it was still cold for the gimbal. Thing. That was after her workshop. Okay. Yeah. So then it was in March, it must have been, when she had this huge, another luxury workshop in April in Malibu, California. Um, and th- here's how Emma's, here's how genuine and authentic Emma is. Um, she had money left over in her budget after all of her workshop expenses. She's very efficient. And she said, well, instead of pocketing this, how can I use this extra money to make my workshop better? Um, so to my understanding, she used that money to hire a, 
a pool dancer and a huge inflatable ball who was dancing in the pool while we were having dinner at her workshop. She hired a fire dancer and she also decided to fly you and I out on her own dime to just be a part of the workshop and to network with people and to be an added voice of education. Um, I don't know how much value we added at that workshop, but we were honored to be given a spot at her workshop. Yeah. Um, solely to make relationships happen. Yeah. And just watch Emma run this perfect, and I, I'll use the word perfect event. Um, and which was which was also hard for us because right after that workshop we had our first workshop, yeah. and there's a lot of imposter syndrome happening yeah. at that one. But mm-hmm. we won't talk about that. We won't it was an amazing experience. It was it was an incredible experience. A high memory of my year, but but all to say that Emma's really set the bar very high, and a lot of our inspiration for this workshop came from Emma's Malibu yeah. workshop. Emma's incredible. She really is. Again, kind of like Will, just such a good person, makes you feel like a million bucks. And we asked her to be at this workshop, and she wasn't be, wasn't going to be able to be here because of some life things that were happening. And we were really bummed um, because she was really our first and last pick mm-hmm. of, you know, we, we knew Will would be able to come. We knew Alex was going to come. And, and Emma was like, well, it just didn't feel right to do it without Emma because of how much we love her. Um, and then stars aligned, and she was able to come. And uh, so glad she did. I can't imagine if she had. She didn't just speak. She she was a core part of every aspect of this workshop. Mm-hmm. Every shoot, she took charge, networked. I saw her taking pictures and dancing with random attendees, just being a part of the uh, environment and experience. Yeah. yeah, she didn't even bring her camera. She just nope. wanted to be a part of it, and she was there at the Wanted groups, help. just directing people, thinking out loud what Emma would shoot. She just projected that to other people saying, I would do this, do yeah. this and this. And people just ate that up. Yeah. Um, our last VIP was the just very last minute. Last weekend. Drop of the hat. <laughs> yeah. And it's Emma's roommate, Megan Edgmond from Salt Rock Studios. Again, we met her at Emma's workshop. Mm-hmm. She was just rocking a pink blazer and we're like, she's cool. She was I like behind the vibe. scenes. Yep. She Emma. was doing BTS of Emma. Emma's workshop. And she just made, inc- she did incredible work. A YouTube celebrity. A YouTube <laughs> <laughs> YouTube celebrity, which we uh, <laughs> will let her uh, yeah. do the talk. You guys DM there. her and ask her what that's all about. Please, please DM her and ask her. Um, but yeah, she she was doing the BTS of Emma's workshop. She did a great job with that, and that kind of put her on the radar, and we started following her. And then we mm-hmm. see, like, holy cow, she just started. She just started doing weddings during COVID, mm-hmm. and she's already doing these luxury ones. We're like, mind blown. Commitment, man. And she just what, two weeks ago, got into the education space. And we thought, what cooler way to kind of start this education relationship with Megan than just to bring her out with yeah. us, with Emma, and this this great crew that we have going yeah, on. Get and she, content, be a voice. Uh-huh, and know. she came out and just killed it too. Yeah. Same thing as Emma. Just people love meeting her. Helping run mm-hmm. everything, and people just loved meeting her. She was. She I just watched her go up to different groups of people and get to know people throughout yeah. the week. Which we didn't ask her to do that, you mm-hmm. know. But she was proactively trying to make relationships. Yeah. Um, yeah, so blessed that she was able to drop whatever she had on her schedule and just come. Because we invited her like the Saturday before our workshop. Yeah. And she's traveling the rest of this month. Mm-hmm. And she, I would have said no. I would have said no. <laughs> Do some long Not work. busy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just you guys are outside. cool, but no thanks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah the, our VIPs were just just bombshells, incredible mm-hmm. people. I can't imagine this workshop without them. No. If it was just us, it wouldn't have been anything. No, just core memories. Just... Uh, Woke up feeling insanely blessed and grateful for uh, 
everything that happened this week. Uh, you could get, you could talk about all the logistics that maybe didn't go perfectly this week, but there's really not a lot to complain about. Mm-hmm. Um, cause yeah, I've, I've gotten emotional multiple times just, uh, from some of these DMS I've been getting and messages saying, Hey guys, I just want to take a second and say, um, thank you. This was life changing. Um, and that wasn't our goal to create a life changing experience. We didn't know what this would turn into. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm glad that people th- saw it that way, but, um, genuinely, uh, and I guess I'm talking to our audience here. Um, Nate and I thought this was life changing. Yeah, it was. Um, I'll never forget uh, at the Salt Flats before Nate ran out to get the lanterns. Everyone was just pointing at the the lantern, and Nate and I just kind of catch each other's eye from across the across the desert. Um, and it was kind of one of those high school musical moments where time stops and you just look over. There's this attractive curly headed man, and <laughs> and we're just looking at each other with glistening eyes and. Just do a, a dap up and, and a hug, and and we're just like, we did it, man. Like yeah. this is it. Yeah, this is it. This is what we've been planning for and wanted. This, the magic of this moment. Um, this is it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was perfect. I have zero complaints. Mm-mm. Zero complaints, but still, lots learned. Tons learned. Tons learned. <laughs> we are. We are. Back up LED wall next time. <laughs> on on dial. We have so much to do. So much to learn. Yeah, no, I guess I guess Murphy's Law, whatever can go wrong will go wrong. We were sitting here yesterday, um, and I was like, I'll never do a 50-person workshop again. Oh, my god! And Becca goes, I think you should. She said, I think you should do more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've been thinking about that the last 24 hours. Because I, I said that, I was saying that Wednesday night, I was like, I'll never do this again, this many people, too many people. Yeah. But the more I've thought about it, um, the more I'm totally cool with that. Yeah. And I, I think we can. Mm-hmm. If we could pull off 50 on our first try, let's go for 180 <laughs> <laughs> and just have more, more, you know, uh, you know, it's at that point, it's just the space, you know, mm-hmm. you can't fit a hundred people at the villa. The soft flats, you have would, the hard commitment to the soft flats again. Really? Too much stress going really? into the mental. I guess it just, it yeah. all paid off though. No, right? yeah. I, I guess it just depends on the month though. It does. That's true. What if it was like, uh, I don't know. But here's the funny part. It's what, 80 degrees today? <laughs> just yeah. that week. It was It'll be 80 degrees for the next two months. It was months. a three-day cold front yeah. on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and our workshop was Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Absolutely crazy. People who flew in Sunday experienced 75-degree weather. People who stayed till Thursday experienced 75-degree weather. Crazy. It's, it's peak. Peak weather right now. It's fall. Yeah. yeah. But the weather was perfect. Mm-hmm. At the flats, and it was it was great at the the villa. So it was still humbling, man. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. all I got. I feel like that's all I got too. As, in terms of the workshop, because I feel like there's still lots I could say about just mm-hmm. still processing. Other, other, yeah, other yeah things that are just being processed. Good things, great things. Yeah, but I I, I need. Yeah, can I, I wish can I, could, I can I read a DM please I received please do. Um, uh, he he allowed me to screenshot this, and so I'm assuming um, he's cool with me reading this publicly. Who was it? Uh, Moises. Moy. Um, my man Moy. Um, actually, I don't even know if I pronounce it Moises, but I've been calling him Moy. So. Well, he wrote on he wrote on his name tag Moy, so I'm guessing okay. it's Moises. Call him Moy. Moises. Um, we've had a couple coaching calls with him. Yeah. 
Um, he's one of those uh, just entrepreneurially focused men who is just killing it. Um, he's a really cool, really funny guy. Also drops bars. Great freestyler, rapper, we learned. Incredible. The the line, what do you mm. say, bland, like S-Log 3 yeah. off the top of his head? Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. S-Log 3 is pretty bland. That's incredible. That's an incredible Grades bar. Grades greatly, though. Yeah, it does. Um, he said this, and I just want to end on this note, because um, I've read this a few times this morning. read it to my wife in bed last night. Um, he said, I just had to let you all know that this workshop was life-changing. We're sharing a space, by the way. So if you hear a dinosaur screeching, F one going on out there. We're just uh, we're trying to afford to to move out of here. Um, he said, "Just want y'all know this workshop was life changing. I've never done anything like this, and to be surrounded by so many creatives, visionaries, and just how well organized it was was incredible. You guys and your team knocked it out of the park. Getting to see how talented everyone is was so humbling." And it's made me have an entire new mindset to get so much better and transform everything we've ever done to this point. I have such a clear path ahead the next year, and I plan to one day be at the stage, inspiring people and teaching people the things we learned this weekend. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. Uh, I've never been so excited for the future, and I would have spent 10 times what we did for this experience we had this weekend. Also amazing to know you both. P.S. Nate's bread was bomb AF. And just like Jake's gritty, which <laughs> my gritty sucks. <laughs> um, uh, I love how that was a thing. You're gritty because you don't gritty. Well, someone was hitting the gritty, and they made me do it, and I just goes, "Did I? What do we just hit the gritty at the one of thousand workshop?" <laughs> I don't want to <laughs> um, And then Adam said, uh, "I'll be looking at this statement for the rest of my life as well." You know those people when, like Will, like if you get them to laugh, you just know you've made it. Yep. Um, when Adam compliments something, someone of his caliber and his experience, um, you, you screenshot it. Oh, yeah. And you brag about it. You do. I'm going to brag about this. Please do. Uh, it's very simple. He, he said, it's a real feel-good workshop. It doesn't feel like a place where people are measuring themselves up against one another. It feels like everyone is together, moving forward towards something better. Um. Yeah, that'll be on our homepage Gosh. next workshop. Yeah, I love, <clears throat> as I'm looking through, you know, DMs, all these different attendees, just love them all. Family. There were so many we just didn't even talk about. Tanner mm -hmm. Castro, Andoni, ATUS Studios, yeah. Uriel and Wendy. Okay, last core memory before yeah, we end this me. off. Um. So I was tasked to get the people on the bus to the flats and then from the flats on the bus to home. We had a bus driver named Jeff from South Africa. He just moved here. Um, and he was cool. But uh, on the bus, uh, the last 45 minutes or so, I, I found out there's a mic on the bus. So I grabbed the mic. Monologue. You, you know, don't give me a mic. Don't give me a mic. Um, so I started monologuing and doing a Q&A. And, &A and uh, so then we were getting kind of close. I was like, well, might as well. I have a mic. Go over the rules to the flats. Mutual respect. You know, wide, medium, and tight. Because um, we learned from Emma's workshop. Emma said, start wide. Everyone go medium. Everyone go tight. That way you're not all fighting. You know, just keep it organized. And I was like, oh, I love that. We'll do that at our workshop. So I was telling this to 50 people in the bus. And I wanted a, a verbal confirmation that everyone understood me. And I was on the same page. And I needed, and I was thinking about on a plane, when you're in the exit row, the best row on the plane, by the way. That I'll never be able um, to sit in. <laughs> 
we'll have a we'll have a venting session, a therapy session with you and your wife one day. I'm sure. I we get a lot you. of things out of the Kayla. table. I love you. Um, but I, when they when they ask you on the next row, are you willing and able to assist in the case of emergency? And they make you say yes. And so it's that one dad who has like this humor, like you got it, and like I need to hear a yes. <laughs> and so I I got some nods. I was like, no, I need to hear a yes. And we're watching the bear, as you said. Fantastic. And so just in the moment, I just said, can I get a yes, chef? Because in the kitchen, that, that means you copy, you hear. And all 50 people in that moment, yes, chef, like loud, boisterous. Do you have to do it again? And I was like, ooh, chills. It hit you hard. <laughs> I felt pretty good. <laughs> I felt like a cool chef. And so then, uh, so obviously, the remaining 10 minutes, I think I, I forced them to do that after everything I asked them to do. So I probably heard that phrase five or 10 times. And it just kind of became a, a new thing. A thing all the attendees would say to us, thank you, chef. Yes, chef. Um, Can't complain about it. Oh, yeah. My ego is through the roof. <laughs> yes, chef. <laughs> Hearing someone, yes, chef. I was like, all right. I'm, I, I'm him. I think that's just got to turn into our thing, like from the bear, you know, it's not just to the the main chef. He also says it to his, also, his other does. chef. He does. Is that, is that ready, I chef? I was saying thank you, chefs, to, yeah. to Seth. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, chef. <laughs> thank you, chef. Thanks, chef. Well, I mean, if you look what they were doing, they were cooking. They were let cooking. them cook. Let them cook. Getting those shots, like let them cook. Oh yeah, um, they were cooking. So yeah, I think uh, Nate and I even talked about right before we record today. Um, let's rename our our course curriculum: the kitchen, the kitchen, <laughs> cooking in the kitchen. Let wedding video offers cook, <laughs> the runaway kitchen. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> let them cook. <laughs> yes, chef. Yes, chef. So overall, great, yeah. uh, great podcast. You guys, um, not great podcast. Great workshop. Ask the podcast. We hope exactly. it's been great. If you've listened this this last hour and a half, um, Nate and I, uh, we have a lot planned for this podcast that we're yeah. excited about. Definitely going to be a lot different of a tone moving forward. This has yeah. just been kind of a recap. You know? Yeah, we we really just felt uh, felt this need to just t- kind of talk about it, be transparent about it, and see uh, get these thoughts out in the open. Maybe more for us than mm-hmm. for our attendees, but we hope that it is. we hope that the listeners drew some value from it. Um, cause it felt good to just talk to you as my business partner mm-hmm. about the highs and lows. Yeah. Um, cause this was a, uh, more than any wedding we filmed this year, this is one of the most rewarding moments of my career was this week. Yeah. I would say June 17th, 2023. That, that was, was amazing. that was a peak moment. Hard, I'd say, crazy day. I'd say this was right up there with if it. If not more. If not more. I think for, it, me, for me it was more. Because that June 17th, it was uh, seeing associates represent your brand from all over the country. Yeah. And this week, it was seeing people from all over the world come to meet you. Mm-hmm. It was a different sensation. But yeah, moving forward, you know, this podcast, we, Nate and I keep on talking about the phrase, no narrative. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do have some episodes planned where we will have a narrative or at least a theme where we make fun of the wedding industry and, and react to some crazy... Horrific stories. Terrible stories. We've read some already and uh <laughs> I can't believe <laughs> I can't believe some of the stuff that happens. And uh and then Nate and I um we're just excited to argue with each other yeah. publicly. Yeah, there's a lot of things we definitely we have a argue lot of banter. About. Yeah. A lot of stuff Chicken we Chicken sandwiches. About. Google versus Apple Maps. Apple Maps. Google Maps. Well I will say the villa was not on Apple Maps, it was only on Google. Slight W for Google. Point. Anyway. Case in point. Um, so you just follow along our listeners yeah. follow along we'll be on Spotify and YouTube probably uh, actually I have no idea where we'll, we'll, where we'll put this but put we're going to figure it out yeah. um, we will be posting all of our clips from these podcasts and 
our workshops and our courses on our new Instagram, Runway Vows Education. Um, Runway Vows Seduction. We wanted .edu, but uh, apparently there's a law. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Someone pointed out, if you look at Runway Vows Education too quick, it looks like Runway Vows Seduction. Um, and there's one letter difference yeah. in the whole phrase. Runway um, Vow Seduction. So... But, but I think it still plays. It still plays. I think it still plays. I think we keep it. I think it works. <laughs> Unless it causes some wild problems that we can't see right now, but you know, link in bio will have a have a tamale link. <laughs> Runaway vows seduction. <laughs> it goes to our courses. <laughs> our exclusive content. Uh, All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Nate, thanks for uh thanks for being you. Thanks for being Had you. Had a great week. Great, great time. We, um, we uh, got to catch up. So at the last workshop, we were so, it was a one day event. We were so done. We we didn't talk about it for like a week or two. Didn't even really make recap videos from it. We were so just need mental rest. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a wedding tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And then on Monday, we already have plans to plan the next workshop. Mm-hmm. That's how much we, we love this week. Yeah. Yeah. So you'll be hearing from us an announcement pretty soon. With uh, some pretty cool people. They're moving. Yeah. The wheels are moving. So I usually close these things out. I've never made it to the end of a podcast. Uh, well, um, <laughs> I usually skip out usually it, once you, this part starts coming in. <laughs> I'm usually, all right, they're done talking. Usually it's like, uh, where can you know you point people to find more information sort of thing? Like, which we did. Which we do. Like if you want to learn more about mm-hmm. our education, we've been rolling out a course yep. every single month for the past year. What month are we in? 10? Or two behind. Uh, we're a couple behind. We're cu- we're, we got one coming up real soon here. Um, but yeah, by the end of this year, we'll have 12 mini courses mm-hmm. that are all going to be bundled into the ultimate wedding filmmakers course. Which we're calling year one. Which is going to be called year one. Which for those who have bought our April course, wedding videography year mm-hmm. one. Yeah, it's it's a slight rebrand, you know. It's kind of like year one plus. Year one plus. <laughs> year one might be considered the pillar of the course and everything was the extension of it. yeah, yeah. But yeah, if you want to learn more, mm-hmm. Runaway Vows Education. Is that our domain? Runaway Vows Education? Uh, our Instagram. Mm-hmm. What's a... Uh, why can't I think of... Is education.runawayvows. Ins- and education.runawayvows.com. Yeah. We should note these things. Yeah, we should. Uh, Either way, the links will be in the bio it's of been the a, Instagram It's been page. a building year. Yeah. <laughs> we also have changed our funnel probably 80,000 times this year. Which we're starting a new yeah. funnel uh, today. I need to pay the guy. New funnel. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan. Yep. Invoice coming in. Um, but yeah, education.runawayvows.com. But probably the easiest place is just the link in bio mm-hmm. on our Instagram. Um, yeah, that's it. Yep. I can't think That's of it. anything else to say. So Thank you all for listening. We'll see you in the next one. See you in the thing. next one. See you later. Cut. That's a wrap. Shut the gate. Moving on. Cut, check, print the gate. Moving on.